It takes money. What's you had it? sex with your roommate? Is that how you become an adult yes. in your mind? Mm -hmm. Wow, he must have really liked your young voice. You're an annoying person. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna bring the sexiest librarian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jeets. She gave me some things. Way Seaboat. Queen Radio. Insane ramblings. A couple of episodes ago, I brought you the uh, the classic Carbonara versus Alfredo conundrum. Yes. I've got another one for you. All right. Yeah, I'm ready for it. I feel like I could just be well out of the loop on this one. Mm -hmm. But whenever I go to Mexican, I always mm. get offered the flour or corn tortilla. Right. And in my mind, there's almost no difference. Corn for me. Why do you say that? Sounds yummy. I really like corn. I, I'm, <laughs> but, you didn't ask for a rational reason. Do you want to hear from my head or my heart? I want to hear if you know the difference. Yum yum corn. Mmm, flour. See, that's basically the same. <laughs> that's as much information okay, as I can yeah. give you. You ask my heart and my heart says yum yum corn. Mmm, flour. What are you basing that off? I love corn. It's like what, literally on my favourite. Yeah. But flour is in everything good. Like you wouldn't have cakes without flour. Yeah, but I, like side by side, a bowl of flour versus like a corn on the cob. <laughs> but obviously that's not what we're talking about. We're talking <laughs> but about... That's, you asked my heart. My heart's dumb. Okay, so the answer is you also don't know. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure that um, corn is lower carb. But in terms of a tortilla, mm -hmm. can you taste or identify the difference? Oh, I probably couldn't, no. But I'm pretty sure it's just like a low-carb thing. So that's what I should be going with if... I don't know. Well, if they taste identical to me, mm -hmm. why not cut down on a couple of carbs? <laughs> I mean, it's never... Carbs have never been an issue for you before. I don't know why you're suddenly, they suddenly are. Well, because everything with carbs is also delicious. Yeah, but everything with corn is delicious. Don't blame corn for your carb problem. <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is Ben. And uh, this is Vicky. And this is episode 197 of Insane Ramblings, a very questionable episode. Yeah, questionable the difference between corn and flour. They don't have any gluten and they've got more whole grains and more nutrients while lower in fat and calories than the other. So Which I'm pretty one? sure they are. Which one does? Low carb. Corn. So that's that. If I have the choice, that's basically the healthier version. Oh, yeah. But if you put two tortillas side by side, can most people tell the difference? Because I sure as shit can't. Could I can't? I don't. I didn't even know there was a difference. I've probably been eating them willy nilly without realizing. Really, you don't order uh, takeout Mexican often enough. I'm poor. No. <laughs> you order Uber Eats every time you come over. <laughs> That's my treat for the week. You know that I take my lunch to work to cut down on small joys in life. <laughs> I got a text message from my sister recently. Oh, always good. And uh, it's been a while since we shared a story from uh, the tropical judge. Oh, okay, great. Also, also known as my grandpa. And I thought this one was definitely worth bringing to the podcast. She writes, Today, grandpa told me a story that I need to share. <laughs> he told me that when he was a cop, he tried to pull a body out of a swamp and the arm came off in his hands. <laughs> And then Jeez. he laughed and laughed before saying, oh, the things I've done. Oh, my God. I, who knows what that laugh kind of was. <laughs> it sounds like he was reminiscing fondly about the arm. I mean, it does sound that way from the text. But I don't know. I feel like surely that's some sort of like trauma reaction. Well, I mean, it seems to have uh, taken him this far. He's, you know, I, mean, I mean, I didn't I, say it wasn't healthy. I can't get into the psyche of the man, but from an outward perspective, he seems to be doing pretty well. I mean, better than all of us. Exactly. <laughs> and he's seen some shit. <laughs> yeah, as it turns out, I yeah. touched it. But it is, it is a shame that it's taken, I think he turned 89 right. recently for his most oh, recent birthday. He definitely has a, a vault in there that's got... Like, got stuff to go. Well, that's the, that's the thing. We're running out of time. Uh, well, yeah. My what else? Like, there's got to be other stories like that that we've got to get out of him. Well, my <laughs> partner's grandpa, this is not as funny, but, like, he... Yeah, grandpa's seemingly... If he didn't find an arm, I don't care about no. it. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. Call in uh, topic for the show, by the way. Uh, what have uh, you pulled yeah, out of a swamp? That's right. What fell off the body you pulled out yeah. of the swamp? Even more niche. I know. I feel like grandparents in general, because I don't have any grandparents left, which is sad. Um, a kind of. Don't tell a, me how to feel about it. You've got heaps. Yeah, I know, but you're saying it's sad, like... No, I'm sad about it, douchebag. <laughs> I know that you're completely emotionally illiterate, but then, so when someone says, and that's sad, no, they're know, telling you how to fucking you don't, feel you about don't need it. To... They're telling you how they feel. We know that it's sad, but when... Well, maybe it isn't. Maybe I'm like, and I'm overjoyed. They were four Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like that mm. is the clarification. It's like... No, I really liked my nana. I never, like, well, I never met my I, grandpa. I assume. So two of my grandpas I never met. So, like, the blow is m- more minimal. And how many of them were Nazis? <laughs> Apparently zero. Okay. Well, in fact, one, unless he was super undercover in, like, the Allied Army, they was were, quite the opposite. They were sneaky like that. Well, that's where I'm going with this. So, grandparents are fucking vaults. Okay. I think. So, my partner's grandpa recently won an award that is like the high, like the order of Australia, but for France, it's like the highest award you can win in France, like for being a great person. Is it, do you win it though? No, it's not. You don't race other people. Yeah. You get a day and you do as many good deeds for France as you can. He did the most. The more people you convince to go to France is how you win. Why do you think people will be more familiar with this French award than whatever Australian equivalent he won? What do you mean? You said he won... Like the French equivalent of the Order of Australia. Oh, he won the French version. Yes. Oh, okay. No, I'm not talking about like, yeah, he won the Australian version of the French Yeah, That's such a weird reference. I thought you were like... Like, Are you familiar with the Seychelles? (laughs) Yeah, I thought you were... So, you know that uh, governmental position they have? Like that. Yeah, that's basically (laughs) what I thought you were doing. You know the judicial system in Mauritius? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, basically that. It was like... You know, he won the uh, the French Foreign Legion's highest honour, but in Australia. It's like, oh, the Order of Australia. Yeah, yes, that's, that's that the one. one. No, quite the opposite. He won it in France. Okay, that makes more sense. I didn't for, re- for France. I didn't realise he was French. He's not. Did Thus he, did he our surprise. No, he did not. He fought in France and apparently there was a woman there and they were like, oh, he must have done something like amazing. It was for his role in liberating France. And like, he must have done something amazing because they almost never award this not on French soil to okay. French people. It's mostly for French people and you can win it if you do something really great for France. Yeah. And then, yeah, like all, like it all came out, like his big role in like liberating France and he's 96. What did he do? Well, he was flying this type of plane where only one in three people survived the kinds of missions that they did. Jeez. Yeah. And he was like, ah, look, it's this whole story of, you know, war stuff. He's like, I won't bore you with it, but basically I'm a hero. Yeah. Yada, 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 (laughs) saved the world. Yada, 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 got a medal. Like flew across. The mission was like to jam the radar signals so they could still find you, I think, but not other people. Okay. So they could shoot at you, but the other planes could get in to like bomb stuff or something. So it was super dangerous, but you helped everybody else. Yeah, he's like like, basically the front line. He goes to take out the radar, so he's basically the Well, he just jams it. He doesn't even take it. He just like, I don't know, does something that means the radar can't pick up other stuff. Yeah. But I've I've played enough video games to know. You see that one guy coming in, you're like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. I got to put a stop to him before I jams my radar. Well, uh, yeah. So they didn't put a stop to him. But yeah. My partner was like, I did not know that. Like, they, like, knew, obviously, he served in the war, but he's like, yeah, I yeah. had no idea that was, like, his mission. Or, like, he was basically, like, a war hero to, like, the point that France is commemorating him in Australia. I mean, that's a, a very uh, heroic act. Yeah. My question is, why are they dragging their heels on this award ceremony? <laughs> like, this was World War Two, presumably. Yeah. Well, I guess because he never told anybody. <laughs> It's a long fucking time to be like, oh, you know who we should really get around to giving that award? Well, like I said, I think it just kind of went in the vault and they probably like just released some papers or something, like declassified them. Because it was all a secret. Even he didn't know what he was doing. Like, they're like, just fly here. You're probably going to die. And he was like, all righty. Yeah, you got it, bud. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. Um, so they probably like declassified some papers or something, I imagine. I don't know. This is not the kind of information they tell you at the ceremony? No, they just... Well, they didn't even tell us what the mission was. We had to like drag that out of him. So what did they do? It's like, here's uh, a medal for something you did like, they like 50, thanks for liberating France. And I was like, surely not single-handedly. <laughs> like, can we have some information? Yeah, I feel like that would be uh, a little context that would really help with this kind of thing. But yeah, no, they were like, you know, you liberated France at great danger to yourself and we consider you a hero and we're still, the whole nation of France is grateful. I was like, well, I don't think all of them know, but... But the handful that have been <laughs> yeah. trusted with this secret really appreciate it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but I'm just saying, the reason I tell that story, I mean, first of all, it's like amazing, this guy, my partner's yeah, grandpa, good. it's incredible. But also like, I'm telling you, grandparents have a vault. Yeah. Like they'll tell you 80 years in about an arm. If you want to... Um if you want to retell that story to anyone, like, you know, the whole saving the nation thing is good. Feel free to spice it up by throwing in like a body that he had to uh, <laughs> remove a few <laughs> limbs from. That'll really just give it that little pep that it needs. But I just don't know why it is that seemingly grandparents will pull these things out late 80s or even 90s. They'll just be like hanging on to something and they're like, oh, you know, this reminds me of the time. Like I was Princess Di's chauffeur for three years. And yeah. like, you never thought to bring that that, up how did that not come up i'm like when your life is that long do the big moments seem less big definitely (laughs) they're like well i've done a lot it's 90 years of material so you know the more the the more confounding thing is there's got to be also the stories that he's heard 50 million times a given you mean that your partner oh right i thought you meant that your grandpa has heard 50 million times. <laughs> He's not going to pass those on. No, no. Like when when uh, your partner's grandpa's telling stories, there's got to be like a few a go-tos. Five. Yeah. yeah. Surely your grandpa's the same. I think like almost everyone is like this. But yeah. then you're like kind of, you think you're bored with the stories and then out pops something like this. The arm story. I know. Yeah. And you're like, why wasn't that in the top right. five? Like, like that should definitely... Put that in rotation. Yeah. I don't know who is curating your material, but you need like a new test audience. Right. <laughs> like I remember um, my grandpa, grandpa wrote an autobiography essentially right. a few years ago and... It was like 700 pages. It was like a uh, Yeah, I read half of it. That's, a, that's a more of it than I did. I got up to basically whether he, the bit where he becomes a tropical judge. And there you go. And so I was asking him because I didn't read the whole thing. I was uh, talking about like some of the key stories that he's told me through the years. Right. I'm like, oh, is the time that you got attacked by a rhino in there? And he's like, no, nah, that didn't make the cut. <laughs> I'm like, what? Oh, this must be That's the, a good the story. Best fucking book ever. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going on in this book, but <laughs> but if the right, yeah, if like if I got attacked by a rhino, that's, that's like page one, and probably page ten, thirty, and the final chapter. As and the well. book is called "I Was Attacked." By <laughs> yeah. A yeah. Right. It's the book's called "The Most Interesting Thing That Ever Happened to Me." Don't <laughs> worry about the rest. And it's mostly that one story repeated yeah. over and over. In different from the rhino's point of view. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything leading up to the yeah, rhino attack. That's okay. Uh, the aftermath of the rhino attack. Nothing about the title. Nothing else about me is worth knowing. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, like that wasn't the only example. There were multiple stories like that. That I was like, "Well, did this make the cut?" And he's like, "No, nah, no, nah, that didn't." I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like he's got some good stories. Yeah. Like I, I told uh, once the on one the podcast. Where he, like, convinced them that he was like a witch doctor, yeah. not to kill a woman. Right. Yeah. Not, not in the no, book. It didn't make the cut. I know that. Yeah. So he spends a lot of time talking about being in the hospital in World War Two. Your grandma gets a very brief mention. I thought there might be more of her. <laughs> but like, yeah, that, like, I do remember like reading that bit. Like it's got how they met and stuff. But so briefly, it's like we met. She's great. Uh, you know, anyway, back to me. Yeah. She can write her own book. Yeah, we're interested in her. Yeah, yeah. You need to hyperlink. Anyway, no, I just thought she's, that'd be like a big romantic story, but it was like she was the girl next door, and we fell in love. Yeah, there's just like an asterisk that says like basically for the rest of the book, assume she was there for most of these uh, yeah, events. Yeah, that's right. We've been together for like sixty years, so <laughs> it's kind of just a given at this point. We run out of stuff to say. Yeah, about it. I don't need to write on every page. My wife My was, was there. also there. Yeah. I just thought, you know, he would have a bit of a, a gush and then I met like the love of my life and what an amazing woman and, you know, she had eyes of blue and 
but no, it wasn't overly like rhapsodous about well, I, it. I also feel like that's a, a thing of that generation. It's just very factual. Indeed. Yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah, I can't remember the exact story, but it's like, yeah, so she lived next door and we were about the same age and we seemed to get along okay. Yeah. You say, you say <laughs> I, right. I met the love of my life in the same tone of voice as I bought some new socks today. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's my brother and I were talking about if our father was horribly disfigured, how would we recognize him? Like, or someone <laughs> how did ran- you even get? <laughs> I mean, it sounds like the kind of conversation we'd have on the podcast. So I'm just. Oh, it's like if someone rang and was like, oh, we found this man like disoriented. Is it your dad? Yeah. How would you get them to check? But it's not just disoriented because presumably. Well, they could, could just describe him. Yeah. And he's quite like a, you've seen him. Like if someone described my dad, if someone described Rodney, you'd know it was Rodney. Yeah, but how disoriented <laughs> would he be? I'm like, he's usually way more oriented than that. <laughs> Doesn't sound like him. Yeah. Rodney always knows where he is. <laughs> no, no, no. He's, he's the guy who knows his identity. Yeah, and... he's basically a human compass. Yeah, every time I've met him, he's known who he is. Yeah. So that can't be him. <laughs> he's always had his memory. Ask him where True North is and he'll tell you. <laughs> um. Anyway, he was just thinking how we know it was him. And we were like... So, uh, can you find, like, quite an expensive gift to give him? <laughs> and see his reaction. Yeah. You're like, we will pay for you to give him, like, four gold bullions. And if his reaction is, oh, thank you. We're like, it's him! <laughs> Dad, you're alive! It's, it's you. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, we'll give him two gifts. Like, a, a four gold bullions and, like, a just a normal big pen. And yeah. if both of them have the reaction like, oh, thank you, we'll be like, you're alive. You made it. You survived. Yeah, you need a, um, a control as yeah, well. No, yeah, yeah. So you have to give maybe him, he just doesn't like gold. Right. No. You have to give him the pen and the elaborate, well thought out <laughs> gift. Yeah, we could honestly reunite him with his childhood sweetheart and be like, thank you. Oh, so you're just saying it's not like a gift giving thing. He just doesn't ever emote. Oh, no, he doesn't, like, sorry, I've, yeah, it is gift-giving. He does emote occasionally, but, like... But in your example, the gift is his childhood sweetheart. I mean, when he came to find <laughs> us to say thank you for reuniting us, he'd be like, thank you for that. I appreciate you saving me from my life of disorientation. Yeah. Sure. So that's how we would tell it was my father, by his lack of enthusiasm around a gift, which does, I guess is a generational thing. Like does, making, does this make uh, birthdays and Christmases harder or easier? <laughs> Yeah, as my brother always says, what do you get the man who wants nothing? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, is there a lot of pressure or do you just get what the first thing that you see and you're like, well, he's going like to appreciate goes, it the same regardless. But yeah, both ways. Like, you kill yourself trying to get something that he's going to, like, really love. And then you're like, well... I give up. Who cares? Yeah, like, could have just got a six pack yeah. at the service station on my way Pretty over here. Pretty much. Yeah. And he'd be like, oh, great. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he smiles. You can tell he's pleased. But yeah, I think I bought him like a really expensive watch and that got a bit of reaction. He said, I told you not to spend any money. So, <laughs> so he wouldn't want an expensive <laughs> gift. <laughs> well, maybe you can. And then he said, thanks. Can you, can you take back the watch and give him essentially the gift of not having money spent on him. Is that going to go down? I think he'd just be like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a tough nut to crack. No, I'm just saying, like, if you need to ever work out in an accident, if it's him, that's that's, that's the, your method. So what, what scenario are you saying? Like, his uh, face is completely unrecognisable, but he emotes otherwise the same. <laughs> yes, like he's, that's right. I don't know. They've had to give him a face transplant. Yeah, like he's gone... Um, to China or something and had like a lot of plastic surgery and come back and you're <laughs> like, right. dad, is, is that, that you? you? Well, the scenario we were talking about was he was like, yeah, hit over the head and he's got amnesia but, and someone's on the phone. But yes, I guess now thinking about it, just asking, can you describe him? Or take a photo and <laughs> yeah. text it to me. That would probably, that would probably do, the job. do the trick. Yeah. But that didn't come up. That was the scenario we were talking about in the situation. How would you um, identify me if I was hideously disfigured? <laughs> I haven't actually thought about that. I'll be like, tell him that I'm running late. And if he cracks the shits, it's Ben. 
Or if I'm like completely <laughs> blasé, no. if I'm like, of course she is, no, it's Vicky. You know, well, then that would also tell me because you know who I am. No, I'd just be like, no, tell I, him. Yeah, this scenario, is I, they've also got to have amnesia, I guess. Uh, yeah, so like, I was like, tell him someone who's coming to see him is running late. He'll lose his mind. <laughs> uh, if you're like, what the fuck? Where are you? I'll be like, Ben, <laughs> you're okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Why? How would you recognize me if I was horribly disfigured? Maybe I'd ask... Um, like, send her somewhere and see if she's late. <laughs> what, is you, what are you going to have for your next, like, six meals? <laughs> Does she know? Yeah. yeah. If, if, if she's got it all planned out, yeah. then it's definitely her. Ask her what she's having for lunch tomorrow. Right. She already knows. It's Vicky. Vicky? How would you recognize Kirsty? My sister? Yeah. Just wave some um, real housewives in front of her. and <laughs> You don't even have to show her... She'd just like to turn it on somewhere in her vicinity and she'd find it. All right. So it's kind of like putting a dog's favorite, not that she's a dog, but like, like you know, you put a pet's favorite toy in the room and they like make their way kind of to it. I assume like, most pets would still have to like follow the scent. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But she follows kind of the emotional scent of trashy TV. Basically. <laughs> Maybe like, yeah, when you, if you're like trying to see who the dog loves most you can like put on a documentary on maths and real housewives and see which one she goes to and you're like it is you Kirsten. yeah it's the equivalent of like the sausage in the pocket or whatever. Yeah, yeah basically but not even the sausage in the pocket because that is what you do to see who they love but this is just like is it her or just someone who's attracted to tv yeah but you're right like about the older generation like keeping these things uh, yeah under wraps under wraps like my grandpa we uh, recently got together for his birthday and he was having a couple of drinks and he started talking about all these like high school sweethearts that <laughs> he kind of uh, had like, I guess it was just like a one night kind of thing with, Jeez. but he was loving it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, where are all these stories before? Was your grandma there? Uh, she was sitting right beside him, but <laughs> I don't think she was, I, she was either like, you know, just not taking it in or it's just like, well, I won out in the end, didn't uh, yeah. I, Bethany? <laughs> Look, we got to go to Africa. Yeah. I may not have made the book, but you and I both know I was there. I was there when the rhino attacked <laughs> yeah, us. That's right. You'll be seeing that in my autobiography. Yeah. Maybe that's why he didn't put them in his. He's like, oh, Nana wanted that one. I'll, I'll save all the good stories for her. Well, she, like, can't. maybe she dibs them. She was like, no, that's going in my book. Well, she better get started on it as well. <laughs> <laughs> all right, changing tracks a bit. Yeah. Recently, uh, you and your partner, uh, I was going to say suffered. As <laughs> <laughs> <I> celebrated <laughs> is what I was going <laughs> Your one year. Well, I mean, it is more accurate. <laughs> You uh, suffered your one-year anniversary together. <laughs> yeah, we did. We actually did. I was going to say my comments on this topic is like, at what point do you think, you know, the universe is just conspiring against us? I just always that assume that's the case. I mean, it I makes, It makes things easier by comparison. I if something works out for me. When I wake up. Yeah. If something works out for me, then it's a pleasant surprise as opposed to uh, <laughs> when it doesn't, I'm like, yep, that... That work. That's makes sense. No, when something works out for me, I'm like, oh, well, that's um, yeah, I won this one, universe. Like, I get a sense of vindication. Yeah, I'm like, oh, <laughs> God doesn't hate me for once. That's nice. oh no, it's not even that God doesn't hate me. I'm like, you turned your back and I got one through to the keeper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm fucking vin- take that, universe. <laughs> you turned your back for one second and I succeeded. You idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I get not only like a sense of joy that one thing worked out, but also the sense of like. You know, the comeuppance towards this co- the man, you know? Definitely. It's always nice to get a, a bit of a fuck you in every uh, achievement. So, uh, I feel like this started with uh, flight. Yes. Which was a... No, pre-flight. Well, the like, disaster had already begun. I'm saying like booking flight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, if uh, long-term listeners remember about... I don't know, like a year ago? It was actually pretty much a year ago. We okay. just got together, me and my partner. Oh, that's right. We, Vicky and I went to something called Seance, which was this uh, seance in a shipping container, essentially. Right. But it's an experience that you wear headphones and the whole thing is done by audio. Yes. And so it's got this... Uh, I mean, audio visual, there's kind of lights. But the bulk of the experience, you're in the dark and it's done by yeah. like binaural headphones so it sounds like someone's walking past you or like brushing by you exactly yeah 
And so uh, we were really into it. And so they put on a new show called Flight, which is the same kind of thing, but in a uh, airplane. Mm. And so you booked it. Yeah. We were um, kind of like booking a whole bunch of stuff at once. And, and I was like, something feels familiar about that date. Like, oh, nothing written down. Alrighty. Yeah. And uh, then what, like minutes later, you discovered it was the same weekend that you had organized to go away with your boyfriend. Yeah. So we were going away to the beach about an hour and a half away. And we tried to rebook it with the organizers and they're like, no, you can give new ticket names, but you can't change the date. And then they said that like literally before we like were pretty much leaving to go to it anyway, because they took so long to get back to us. So yeah, we kind of shot ourselves in the foot that we spent all this money on tickets and would have to return from a beach holiday an hour and a half away. So uh, how was the beach weekend? Oh my God, it was the worst. That's what I'm saying. Does the universe want us to break up? Like, is it a sign? <laughs> Are you uh, thinking you should take it as a sign? Oh, well, yes. Well, you know, like where you like buy, you know, you see like ye oldie farm buying and it's like every generation of crops dies and the cattle grow thin and wither. And it's like this ground is cursed, like by the Indian burial ground. We need to like move. Yeah. That's how I feel our relationship is. I'm like, are we just not supposed to be together because of all the bad things that happen <laughs> you, to us. Well, that's what happens when you meet on an Indian burial. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> really regret that. So what, what went wrong then? So the night we drove down there, for some reason, the it's not that bad, but like hold on to your horses. So we were driving down and like my phone charging cord in the car stopped working. So we had to like pull over and get like a laptop out to charge the phone to like run GPS and all that kind of stuff. So we're already like stressed and annoyed and some stuff had gone down at work that meant I had to stay like hours late because of like an emergency basically. So I was like worried about the emergency that had just happened and we're already like super late to start the holiday and then like the GPS is not working. Anyway, day two, my partner finds out that he has a job interview back in the city. So it's like an hour and a half drive for him back to do this job interview and then turn around and come back. So three hours driving. So so what's the plan? You're going to the beach for like, what, three or four days or something? Like six. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's driving down there and my car basically explodes on the freeway. What does that mean? So he's driving it and it's like slows down to 80 and then like putts along and then like suddenly, what do you call it? Steam is like erupting from the bonnet. Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Anything coming from the bonnet is rarely a good sign. Uh, Yeah. And so he pulls over and the RACV guy comes and he's like, I think it's probably okay. But <laughs> <laughs> probably think. Yeah. You're like, I need a hundred percent on this. He's like, we probably could just put water in it, but you should probably wait for it to cool down. So we'll take it, tow it to a mechanic and like get them to at least have a good look. So we took it to the mechanic and it like had completely exploded and was a write off. So when the RACV guy's like, I think it's okay. You take it to the mechanic anyway. Yeah. And then you're like, thank fuck we did because it was definitely not okay. Well, it wouldn't have even started again ever. So it's not like we could have accidentally drived, dro- driven it and it like burst into flames or anything. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, what was he basing that off then? Yeah. It's a mystery, isn't <laughs> Gut it? instinct. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I was like, they're really, you know, downgraded the RACV guys, aren't they? I'm like, did you send the guy on the phone? Well, yeah, it sounds like I could have like done a better RACV job. Is RACV a one-man operation now? It's like the call center guy drives out to you? Yeah, I know nothing about cars, but when one is on the side of the freeway... Steaming. ...steaming and not able to move, I would probably say that's not okay. Yeah, definitely <laughs> bad. Am I right? That doesn't sound great. Anyway, so the car exploded and we managed to get ourselves like a rental car. It rained the entire weekend. Well, before you got the rental car, you got like what a replacement vehicle from the mechanic. Or uh, something, yeah, right? and so he was like, "You can probably like it's due back tonight at five thirty, but I'll let you know because we might be able to let you keep it for the weekend till like Sunday or Monday or whatever." Yeah, and um, so then it got to like four o'clock, and we're like, "Well, this place is like an hour away because my partner was like halfway to the interview." And then we're like calling and like, do you need this car back? Like, he's still not answering. We're like, do you have a quote? Do you know what's wrong with the car? Like, what's happening? And eventually, like, he gets back to us at like five o'clock and is like, oh, yeah, like the car's fucked. And also, could you bring our other car back? And so that's all happening on the Friday, right? Yeah. And so we had flight. Booked the you, next day. Yeah, where you needed to be back into the city for. Yes. 
And so I guess like it was around that time where you're like, I'm not, I'm probably not going to be able to make it. No. See if uh, you can find someone else to take your tickets. Yes. So I start texting around, seeing if anyone else wants to come. And so I like tentatively lined up a friend of mine yeah. to come. But as you say, then you got a rental car. Mm-hmm. So then now I am in the awkward position of well, going. Well, no, like, I did say if no one took them, because if someone took them, I'm not going to, like I did say, ask around. So you could have still gone with him. I know, but it's also like you were the one who like paid for it. And yeah, but I was like, only if no one took them. Because when you release the tickets, you put them out into the world. So I was like, well, someone accepted. I have to live with it. That's okay. the etiquette question. I felt like there was a little more of like, hey, we're coming now than that when I got the Oh, really? Call. That's not what I meant. I was like, no, I texted you and I was like, hey, if no one took, I'll go back to that text. Let's see how pushy I was. <laughs> Well, even if you said if no one took them, I had already uh, basically lined up a friend to take them. Yeah, which is fine. If you've been like, oh, no, my friend took them, I'd be like, no worries. Well, that's why I called you because I was like, if I'm going to say the tickets are now off the table, yeah, I need to be 100% sure that you're not going to change your mind again and be like, you know what? We can't make it after all. Oh, like, no, I can't definitely. Ju- I can't just keep going back and forth with this. Here we go. We have a rental car now if nobody else took the bait. And they had. Yeah, but it was so like, when you say there's a fish on the line. Well, like, I don't know. The whole thing, like, it seemed like you were already having a shit weekend. <laughs> like, it would really rub it in to be like, oh, and by <laughs> and the way, this thing okay. that you really wanted to go to is uh, now, you know, I'm doing it without you. And then on top of that, I wasn't sure how interested my friend was. Like, he was like a tentative yes. Right, okay. But I couldn't tell if she was like, yes. Because as in, you, I'm going to do Ben a favor right. or yeah. he was just like... And as it turns out, did you ask him? Well, we went to dinner afterwards instead yeah. just because I'm like, hey, I know I kind of like messed you around a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Let's just do dinner instead. And he seemed interested in it. And okay. I said like... Oh, it was the best ever. Sorry, you missed it. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, but I, I kept saying like, oh, it's on for like for the ages. next few weeks yeah, you if you want to do it. And... As far as I know, he hasn't done it. Okay. But, I mean, I guess that's the difference also between like a, a free, free ticket. ticket. Yeah. yeah. No, I wouldn't have been mad if you were like someone's signed up. It would have been annoying if you're like, we've still got one spare. Because then I would have been like, well, what do I do? <laughs> like, yeah, do I send right. my boyfriend? Because <laughs> I did ask him and his brother. Right. But I know his brother was out, so. Yeah, it it's was like, almost... well, we'll just send Simon. I think that would have been hard, a hard <laughs> pill to swallow. Like, well, I'll stay home, Simon. You can go on yeah, his yeah. own on our anniversary. Uh, yeah, so we finally got the rental car. It rained the entire weekend and I caught like a coldy, fluey well, kind on. of thing. Look, before we even get to that part, yeah, we went to flight, you, me and your boyfriend. Mm. I went off to meet my friend for dinner. Yeah. And you were like very insistent on me joining you guys for dinner. No, no. You, what? <laughs> Absolutely. You asked me like 10 times, like, where are we going for dinner? Like, are you going to come to pizza with us? All this kind of stuff. Okay. I've never no com- I've no comment to make. Well, it on that. just seemed very weird because, like, before uh, leading up to the anniversary, yeah, we kind of had like a running joke that it was our, our anniversary, anniversary. As, like, like the three of us, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, of course, I'm not going to intrude on Vicky's uh, anniversary. No, I think at that dinner. stage we're like, this weekend sucks. No you one like, cares. Off. Yeah. No. Did you think I was buying too much into the hour anniversary? Well, like I was, I wasn't sure where I stood really because I'm like one minute she's like, you're going, well, because I was, we were kind of joking back and forth and I was setting my wallpaper on my phone as Uh, a picture of your partner and he was doing the same. Right. And And now you think my boyfriend's into you? No, I I didn't (laughs) think. I'm like, I'll try, I'll really try hard to get you guys together. I'll really try and get him to come along. He's a good friend. We'll see how I go. (laughs) No, no, it didn't go that far. But I was like. I'm going to just go meet my friend. You guys can do your own thing. But you were like, it almost felt like you were insulted that I was kind of ditching you to I kind of wanted to see your friend. I haven't seen him in a while. Is that all it was? Uh, yeah. Because I, I, it more felt like, what has he been hiding from me or something? Yeah, your friend who I like. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was like, why aren't we invited to go hang out with this guy? Just, I like him. It just seemed weird in hindsight when I'm like, 
I know Vicky was first of all like stop intruding on my anniversary and then it really came down to like come intrude on my anniversary because <laughs> I think we were both like well it's kind of ruined <laughs> fair enough yeah so th- no reason I didn't realize we were so insistent there was just a lot of going like well when is Tristan gonna get here and uh, I'm like I, I don't know he's messaging me like there's a lot to coordinate here <laughs> Uh, well, no, no pressure implied. We had a fine dinner. Thank you. It's good to hear it. <laughs> yeah. So, and then I caught a, a, like a cold thing and I was like, well, this weekend already completely blows. Like I'm not going to just spend it inside, in our Airbnb, particularly since our Airbnb is advertised as whole apartment, but was essentially three steps away from the owners of the house. Like it was their garage converted into a little studio okay so even though they probably weren't it felt like they were outside the whole time watching us like was there a window that you could see into their house or was it just like you felt like they were listening through no like the guy the man was like working on there was like another half of the garage that he was like still converting i guess into another airbnb so he was like literally on the other side of like a kind of plywood wall a lot of the time or like we could hear them like you could literally hear their door opening and closing as they like walked past our airbnb when you say working on were they doing like construction type things yeah it wasn't too loud though but were they like hammering or were they just dragging in furniture just dragging in furniture and stuff yeah you'd think if you don't have another guest you could wait until (laughs) well at one point when we were like are they going to kill us he came in with like a young guy and was like, oh, these are the electricians. And we were like, okay. And he's like, they just want to change the light globes. Okay. And he's like, you got to use electricians when you've got them. And I was like in bed and it was like midday, but we'd come home from like a hike or something for like a nap. Yeah. And I didn't have pants on. So I was like, uh, come in. <laughs> like just sat Why did there you in say the come bed. In? Well, he kind of already had come in. I feel like you're within your uh, rights to be like, can you let me get my pants on? <laughs> was He sort of knocked and then came in. So. This is, yeah, that's not good B&B host also, etiquette. who needs an electrician to check light globes? So what, you thought he was installing spy cameras or something? Well, shit? I don't know. I was like, was he casing out, like, if he could take the two of us or like... <laughs> Yeah, that is weird. Yeah, when have you ever got an electrician to change light globes? He's like, got to use them when you've got them like, here. And I'm like, not for that. Yeah, unless... No, as was... in literally the globe in a lamp. It was in a lamp. Yeah, it's not like it's a hard to change light bulb or something. Well, I don't... I didn't like examine what he put in and out. Yeah. But like, it's not like it was even in the ceiling, you know? Like he didn't have to get up on a ladder and unscrew one and like put the cover on and off. So how long It is... was a table lamp. <laughs> no, I'm serious. There was a table lamp on each side of the bed, a touch lamp. And the electrician came in and unscrewed one light bulb, which had been working fine, by the way. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, There was no you... problems with the lamps. Like, and unless... then put new light globes in. Like maybe he's putting in more eco-safe light bulbs or something that use like less energy. I Yeah, maybe. But like other than that, why are you changing bulbs on already working lights? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> These are all the questions we had. Maybe that's why we were so desperate for your company because we're like, please remember us the way we were. <laughs> <laughs> so how long is are they in there while you're like just sitting in bed pantsless? 15 minutes. That's way too long. How long does it take to change a goddamn light bulb? Well, then they like went to check the bathroom light globe and they're like, no, it seems fine. Like, but even so, that's like... I, well, they went in. I'm going like, to say like five minutes one tops. lamp, took the globe out. But did you start... got the other globe, came and put it in, you did must the other have, side. You must have been like chatting with them or something. No, like. I was kind of just like making an awkward face into the sky. Were they chatting with each other or was your boyfriend like... And they were kind of talking to each other, I think. Yeah, that's like super weird. Thank you. So, <laughs> so I mean, hence why, again, we're probably like, please come to dinner with us, Ben. Like we want someone like, you know, when you go for a, a hike in like, the glacier, you're like, we want someone to know when we're expected home. Yeah. Or, like, when we were last seen alive. Right. I quickly turn on uh, find my friends or whatever. And well, not even that, but just like, so you could be like, yes, this is what they were wearing. And we last saw them yeah. like this night. And this is when they left Melbourne. Because, like, if we got murdered that night, you'd be like, I didn't even know when they left here. And you could be pinpointing, like, that was definitely that Airbnb host that killed them. Yeah, but that's, that's like, 
bad review worthy. <laughs> like if you're an Airbnb host, you've got to give people privacy. <laughs> but especially if for whatever reason, if you do have to change the light bulbs and people are there in and out. You, oh, can't, yeah. you can't be dragging that shit out. That's it was fucking strange. Weird. Yeah. Especially, anyway, it doesn't matter. Like, and we'll, yeah. He was like, we've got to do it now because the electricians are here. And I was like, you don't need electricians to change light globes. So well, the other thing that you mentioned was because you did have three cars during this stay. Uh, yeah, were they suspicious of us? Yeah. So maybe that plays into it. They think you're <laughs> drug dealers or something because every time you show up, you've got a different vehicle. <laughs> well, we also did wonder. Yeah, it's like the three vehicles we've gone through confusing for them. Anyway, so got we didn't want to be in the Airbnb very much, understandably. Yeah. Given it was like three steps from their front door, he was like working like through a tiny wall and well, could probably hear everything we were saying and came in for no reason. Especially if it's like supposed to be this uh, romantic weekend getaway. <laughs> right? And now you're like, well, I've got to wear pants at all times in case there's a, a light bulb raid. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. That is exa- I think that's why By the time you came along We were like Fuck it Ben Just come to dinner Like it doesn't matter yeah. anymore Like our <laughs> souls are dead Like bring everyone Who cares <laughs> Like Yeah I, We Quickly abandoned The romantic weekend Idea But like, you're saying It was like also raining The entire time Yeah So were you forced To stay indoors I was like You couldn't pay me Like I'll Stand in a bus shelter If I have to So what did you do <laughs> We found some markets where we could like use an umbrella to walk around or okay. like we went on a couple of hikes and like, you know, put on ponchos and Yeah, the most romantic of <laughs> outfits, the poncho. Thank you. Right? It was ruined. <laughs> Hence again why from our point of view it was not weird to insist you came from dinner because we thought it was probably the last time we were gonna ever see anybody. Yeah, fair and enough. Like <laughs> we were already having the worst weekend ever, so why not have dinner with you? <laughs> And then I caught a cold from like walking around in the rain all the time. So I was like, fuck this. I don't want to have to sit around in the Airbnb that already like freaks me out with a cold on like this supposedly relaxing weekend. That's my only time off from work in like a year, over a year. I haven't been on holiday in 18 months. And um, we went to like getting cold and flu tablets thing. So I was like, I'm just going to push through. Yeah. Anyway, as it turns out, I had a severe side effect to the cold and flu medication that like it was essentially akin to me like taking speed. I was really sensitive to the stimulant. It's just some over-the-counter medication. Uh, yeah, so it's got a stimulant in it apparently. And like, yeah, one of the side effects that can happen to like very few people, but like it can happen, is that like essentially it's like taking speed. But not in the, like you don't get the euphoria or like the feeling of being productive. It's just like your whole body is shaking and you're all sped up, but it's like horrible anxiety so you just never taken this kind of medication before? Never in my life because I'm usually like, well, I've got a cold. I'll just rest or like, you know, it'll go away by its own. Um, but I was like, no way. I'm pushing through, baby. Like this weekend has yeah. already been ruined bad enough. Yeah. So it was like then for the last bit, for no reason, I was just essentially like as close as you can get to a panic attack without having one, but like 24-7. Like I was up walking around the house all night, like not able to sleep, like shaking. Are like, you still at the beach house at this point? Uh, yeah. And do you, did you realize it was an allergic reaction or? No, or I was just like, maybe I'm just really stressed about the car or like, and then, cause this happened towards the end. Yeah. And then the day we got back, I actually had to take a day off work and we went to the doctor and he was like, yeah, cause then it became apparent. Like I wasn't just anxious about the car or like stuff going on. Yeah. Okay. Cause like, I've never been that anxious before. Like it was like a 10 out of 10 anxiety, like to the point that you like literally can't sit down. You're like walking around the house, like. Yeah, but you're like, I can't be sick. I just had this medication. Yeah, well, you don't immediately think of it. You're like, geez, I guess I was just really stressed out. But like your mind is okay. You're not worried about anything, but you feel worried. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so every time you would have one of these tablets or whatever it is, would it get worse? Oh, yeah. And so you would just keep, you kept having taking them because he didn't realize that that was causing it no so eventually when we got back like the doctor told me and gave me like some stuff to counteract it um and it's okay now but yeah so basically i was an anxious wreck for the second half of my holiday which was actually the okay bit where <laughs> like things the, started to improve where like the weather was all right and the car was kind of sorted like, well yeah we had like a rental car and yeah. like we'd worked out how we were going to get ourselves a new car and we'd worked out what was happening with the old car and um yeah, it was an anxious wreck. <laughs> so what's your boyfriend doing while all this is going on? 
ruining his life decisions. Yeah, I don't know. Ri- writing a scathing Airbnb review. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know why he stayed with me. It was the worst anniversary weekend ever. I mean, there's still time. You guys, <laughs> you guys can break up. Yeah, I'll try. Crazy couple. <laughs> But I, I feel like outside of like one of us not surviving the weekend, that's got to be up there with bad anniversary weekends. Well, the good news is there's only up to go from here. I, I mean, one of us could die. <laughs> well, I guess. Well, like, I feel like, you know, being charged by a rhino or like a massive spider infestation would have been worse, but there's minimal lows. I really? Guess. You'd prefer the. The speed, like, no, actually, reaction to a yeah, spider. No, fuck that. If you've ever, yeah. Like, have you ever, ever felt like this? How strange things <laughs> Sorry. Like, you know, just after, it's like stage, it felt like stage fright. Like, have you ever had, you know, that feeling just before you walk on stage? Yeah. And you're like. <gasps> yeah, just like a whole bunch of anxiety and nerves. It was like that, but for like 72 hours straight. And your mind is okay. Yeah. Like, you're like, what am I so worried about? Everything's fine. Yeah, damn. Yeah. So. So, but we talked about my friend Brendan for his first year anniversary with yeah. his girlfriend. He wrote her essentially a book of their love. Yeah. And he printed out every single text message and Facebook communication that mm-hmm. they've had. We live together. So there's a lot of shit that would be not that beautiful. It'd be like, fuck you. You finished the milk. <laughs> like, um, not, a lot of our texts would not be have made, They wouldn't make worthy. the cut. No, there's a lot of like, did you get eggs? No, why not? Yeah, I should, I should <laughs> ask Brendan if there was any cuts like that. Surely. Because uh, you're right. Like one year is a long time to be in the honeymoon phase. for. Well, not even like that you're insulting each other, but it's got to be like. There's got to be just like daily admin stuff. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Like I'm on my way. Okay, see you soon. Regardless, there was a lot of there was a you know whole book of text messages and um, the story of how they met, photos of their love together. There was a poem or something about the definition of love. Right. Okay. And uh, after that, because it was like extremely elaborate. Oh, Mm -hmm. and he also I think he made her. little garden and stuff like that and wow so after that i was like well what are you gonna do next year like oh, this yeah. is you, you've gone big yeah because this is like i don't know 10 year anniversary level stuff oh, yeah right now you gotta save it up yeah if you guys last like you're in trouble if she thinks that you're gonna pull this out every year or at least like maybe even top it Oh, yeah, jeez. And uh, then I did ask them when the second year anniversary rolled around. And I think it was like nothing. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're on the hook by then. That's the thing. Yeah. Well, I guess so. Maybe, yeah, maybe he ran out of love. I just feel he like... He ran he, out of love? He picked Is too early. Yeah. Maybe he ran out of love? Well, you used it all up in this book. <laughs> That's not how love works. And that explains why you're single. I would, yeah, you I wouldn't know. You don't have to ration it. <laughs> like, oh, I've, well, I've loved you enough today. Like, I'm going to have to hate you for 24 hours to make sure I don't use it all up. But counterpoint, yeah. you've got lots of love still because you have used none of it on this trip. That's <laughs> true. We hated each other yeah. for six days and our lives. So your love reserves are at an all-time high, <laughs> presumably. Right. Well, Simon's gift to me was the holiday. Yeah, and so now, <laughs> next year, he can basically just go, hey, do you want to not go on holiday? And you'll like, be like, yes, thank please. God, yes, this will be the best anniversary ever. <laughs> Let's just stay at home. Yeah. And like literally, like, um, what's it called? Like not batten the hatches, but like board up the window. Oh, yeah, like you're about to uh, go through a hurricane. Yeah, or something. pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, and then when some guy comes in to try and change the light bulbs, you'll be like, uh-huh, Sorry, friend, no, ahead of nailed you. shut. Or at least you'll have time to put on pants before he barges down the door. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess I think I would rather just see a nest of spiders and run away than spend 72 hours with stage level, yeah, I like stage fright so. level anxiety. I know, I know uh, you are pretty scared of spiders and uh, even evident by like stories we've told on the podcast resorted to you almost throwing up because of them. <laughs> oh, yeah, don't remind me of that. I will throw up. But... Yeah, it does sound like what you experienced was a little worse. There is two ways into our building, speaking of spiders, at home. 
We live in an apartment block as well. And I can't go the back way anymore because I saw a spider there once, probably two months ago. And that's called the evil way now. <laughs> and is that- it used to be the front way and the back way and the back way is more convenient. But now it's the front way and the evil way. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Like you're going the long way now. Yeah, yeah. Because Worth it. there might be a spider. Yeah. And my dad had to come over to kill it. Did you actually see him kill it or did he just tell you that he killed it? No, my boyfriend went to witness. So my boyfriend couldn't do it because he had to stay with me in case the spider came to me. What do you mean? What do you think is going to happen? I don't know. Like he goes down there and he doesn't come back for like 20 minutes and you're like, oh, well, shit. I can't go the, check. The That's right. Got him. Yes. And I can't go check. So he has to stay with me so that I'm safe from the spider. But couldn't you just like watch him from a distance? No, I might see the spider. What about on like speakerphone or something? Can you go kill a speaker, a spider? <laughs> can on... I go kill a speakerphone? Can you go kill a spider on speakerphone? Well, what if he like the spider does get on him or something? I can't help him. You just hear like the ah, the line go me. dead. Yeah. Like in like Alien or something. Because yes. <laughs> you're watching his like little tracking device and the dot just the dot disappears. Dis- what would I do? I can't go down there. <laughs> Well then, and then you can call for help, but I feel it's like too far away. I feel like the chances it's of a two-man that, job. I feel like the chances of that are pretty minimal. Mm. So well, what? You, you can't can, run the risk. You it's can a big spider. It was really big. You can sacrifice your dad. He's old. He had a good run. <laughs> yeah. He hasn't even told us his best stories. If uh, you know, that's the thing. Anyone's well, no. I'm like, well, you're holding back, so uh, you don't deserve to <laughs> no, that's right. live out the rest of your days. You don't give us your best material. Then yeah, then you have to go fight spiders. For spiders. You. Sure, sure. <laughs> All right. Before we go, I did want to bring uh, something to the people's attention. Excellent. A while ago, I mentioned uh, Dean Cain. Mm-hmm. His uh, filmography seemed to be taken up entirely by Christmas movies and dog movies. Yep. And Christmas dog movies. And uh, I was just... He's conquered the genre. I was taken aback by the fact that why had no one um, even mentioned this, let uh, yeah. alone done something about like, is it. Is anyone aware? Where are previous Supermans? Well, no one's keeping tabs on that, obviously. Well, it's just like, maybe it's just my disdain for Christmas movies I, and Christmas you, like, media in general. I love Christmas movies, as you know. I didn't know that. I know you liked a mum for Christmas, <laughs> but you're like... See, look, it still makes me smile. And because it's, it's so Christmas stupid. Yet. Because it's so dumb. <laughs> but do you like, like regularly every Christmas, do you put on a random Christmas movie? Uh, pretty much, yeah. They're really? so cheesy. I love it. That's what I hate about it. I'm like, there's no art in this. Good. The magic of Christmas can shine through the bad art. It doesn't, though. <laughs> That's the thing. That's what brings me joy. I'm like, this is so terrible. Only the magic of Christmas can make it enjoyable. Yeah, last year, or maybe it was two years ago. The magic of Christmas <laughs> is not enough for a 90-minute feature film to coast on. It's, I watched one. They, they have a classic. You might have known that every kind of Christmas movie has a classic story arc like something bad happens in the city girl's life and it puts christmas in jeopardy no no, no. she moves home for christmas and meets the love of her life and realizes the true meaning of life is not her city corporate job oh uh, yeah yeah that's basically every christmas movie yeah but i watched one where she moved to help like her father manage an inn he'd just bought and she fell in love with the ghost that lives there and the magic of christmas made him come back to life <laughs> Yeah, they're getting more and more uh, <laughs> desperate, aren't they? Do you know what it's called? I think like ghostly love or some shit. I don't know. A ghost for Christmas, yeah. if I know anything about Christmas movie titles. I'll see if I can find it out there. Yeah. The Spirit of Christmas. Uh, I told you should have. I should have known. That one is totally a movie that they wrote. <laughs> because of the pun? Yeah, the title yeah. essentially was Definitely like Definitely came first. Yeah. Yeah, here we go. A young lawyer, told you, mm-hmm. a young lawyer finds romance with a spirit that takes the form of a human 12 days before Christmas. Oh, that's good because you can do the, you know, on the 12th day of Christmas. Mm-hmm. My, my true love gave to me. Yeah, one corporeal body. <laughs> that's right. Guess what um, rating it has on IMDb? 3.5. 6.5, baby. Uh, everyone loves Christmas. No, it's just the people who watch those shitty movies love those shitty movies. And pedestrian... .tv wrote, drop everything and watch this Christmas movie about a hot, horny ghost immediately. 
Well, I do like that description. <laughs> Apart from the Christmas title. Who's in it? No one, you know. Okay. I um, mean, for now, obviously they're set to become superstars. Uh, yeah, right. It's fucking great. Well, I feel like if you're doing a Christmas movie at the start of your career, it's one thing, like, I'll let it slide. Everyone's got to pay the bills. Right. On the tail end of your career, once that's like... If I was a Hollywood actor, that would be my absolute last resort. Like, I'd Well, probably, that's what I thought about Vegas. What do you mean? You know, like, everyone seems to end up doing their show in Vegas, like Britney and... But as it turns out, apparently that's quite a lucrative thing to do. No, Vegas is great because... You don't have to tour. Like you get to stay just, there and yeah. they come to you. But I right. always thought like that is the end of your career is when you're doing Vegas. Yeah, I, I guess there's. I mean, I can see why it's not, but I'm just saying that's how I feel. Yeah. The downside to Vegas is that you have to stay in Vegas. Yeah, but, that is. But, I suppose you could stay in LA and just drive every day. That's a hell of a drive. Is it? Yeah. Like seven hours or something. Oh, okay. Well, I mean. You've got a driver if you're that rich, probably. <laughs> well, I think you could fly in and fly out. Is If you're um, Brittany and you're doing a show once a week, I don't think she actually lives in Vegas. Oh, I think this guy is a guy that's done something from the spirit of Christmas, actually. Sorry. Oh, no, he hasn't. Sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> he just looks like it. But he's, I was laughing because I clicked on his IMDb page and he's also in a movie called Love on the Slopes. So he excels at being a love interest in snowy conditions. Yeah, I guarantee you this is another one of those Hallmark movies that they just seem to churn out every year and, and once aren't you're I in thankful the, for it. Once you're in the system, it seems like really easy to someone's just like, Hey, do you want to be in the next one? And you're like, fuck it, if you're giving me the <laughs> you know, ten thousand dollars or whatever. Uh, yeah, or I my uh, exactly. Like my you bought my integrity now. Yeah. Like what's another one? I've already done it. Yeah. But I feel the same way about Christmas music as well. Mm -hmm. Like when uh, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You became so popular, it basically led to the downfall of music every December, every year since then. Okay. And so Chance the Rapper, I might have mentioned this before, I am a huge fan of his and I only last year found out that he's put out two Christmas albums. Well done, Chance. Or like EPs, whatever he calls it. And it's like, when someone does that, I'm like, oh, it's like so, it's obviously only a cash grab. Mm -hmm. Like no one's like, fuck yes, I love Christmas and I want to put that right into the heart of my entire album. I feel like Chance the Rapper loves Christmas. Even like Sia, you know, put out a Christmas album not that long ago. And I'm like, you're better than this, Sia. Like you've got <laughs> you got enough hits. You I'm don't just need saying, the then, goddamn other people love Christmas. Like there's there are good Christmas movies, right? Like uh, Love Actually is a good Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. But it's so rare that you could actually that you can kind of claim that's the case. Like when ninety percent of the stuff that comes out is a dog for Christmas or a spirit for Christmas, whatever, you know. Anyway, I bring that up because Dean Kane, I was like, somebody help Dean Kane. I uh, I stumbled upon someone else that maybe we need to keep an eye on. Okay. Charles Shaughnessy. Who? So you're familiar with the sitcom The Nanny from the 90s? Oh, yeah. He was Mr. Sheffield. The, the oh, the dad. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know why that took me so long. Right. Yeah, okay. And so I saw a couple minutes of a rerun of The Nanny mm-hmm. recently, and I was like, oh, I wonder what these guys are up to. I haven't seen... Like, I remember um, the daughter, Gracie, she was on, like, Californication for a while. But basically everyone else totally, like, disappeared. Faded away. From, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I started, like, just checking out their IMDb pages, and I'm like, what have these guys been up to? And most of them were, like, pretty I mean, I think that reflects on you more than them. Well, it's just interesting, you know, like you're on the most popular show. I mean, your show. granddad had time to be like charged by a rhino and travel the world, but you're IMDb people from the nanny. You can do both. Good point. The, uh, like Seinfeld, for instance, like we know what Jerry's been up to. He's mm-hmm. doing comedians in cars, getting coffee, like, like friends. We know what the cast of friends have been doing. Like something like the nanny, I would put like maybe not on that tier, but like close to it. Like, it was one of the biggest shows of its era. Mm-hmm. And then you don't see any of those people ever again. Yeah. It's, just, it's just like, what happened, you know? <laughs> okay. well, it's I buy your rationale. Go on. Charles Shaughnessy has been in 117 
productions. Oh, I think say Christmas movies. <laughs> Not quite 170 <laughs> Christmas movies, but... I want to see Love on the Slopes. That completely distracted me. <laughs> uh, we'll almost finished here. We'll, Sorry. I'll give you time to watch Love on okay, the Slopes. Okay, well, can we after this? <laughs> I'm not watching it. Oh, right, okay. But it's on the slopes. We don't know that they're ski slopes. I, should, I think it's a safe <laughs> assumption. Those titles are definitely not sure. hiding the lead. No, I'm just saying. I think you'll find ski slopes, <laughs> love, and a lot of both of those yeah. things. But he's he's got a similar problem. Yes, he's doing Christmas movies. His most recent credit is from Christmas with a Prince Becoming Royal. <laughs> He plays wow, the electric boogaloo. It's not even the first one. He plays King Edward in huh? that one. Well, he's not the prince. But he's typecast regularly as a prince. Right. The role before Is he that. No, he's like uh. fair hair. I mean, you know, like what's it called? He's dark haired. Mm-hmm. The role before that, also from 2019, Harry and Megan becoming royal. I assume that's uh-huh. some kind of like TV biopic. Yeah, oh, yeah. He played Prince Charles in that one. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, I didn't see that coming. He was also in the 2018 TV movie Christmas with a Prince, which I assume is the uh, the, you know, the original. Yeah, yeah, that's right. The, the second one, the other one seems like the electric right. boogaloo. It's not a prequel. It's the first one. Well, what do you call it if it's not a prequel? I know. We're going backwards. We've yeah. just put it in a weird order. Going back to 2017, he was King Frederick in My <laughs> Christmas Prince. Maybe he's got like a weird head and you can only see him on TV if he's wearing a crown. It's just such like a like weird... Next we'll start seeing him in baseball movies because they realise they can put him in a baseball hat or something. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I'm just saying he's got a really weird head so he has to be wearing a hat at all times. So he's like, well, my only role I can take is as a king because I need something to wear on my head <laughs> at all times because I've got a weird head. Yeah. Well, it just seems like he's on his way to becoming the next Dean Kane, And um, I, for one, fear for his career. I mean, you might feel differently. Because I mean, I feel like it's... Never mind. I mean, I don't want to be an idiot when he blows up like the fucking Beatles, but I feel like it's towards its end. But he was a good actor in that show. Like, he was, yeah, like, he he was, was a sitcom him. actor. Yeah. He's got 117 credits. I don't feel like he's got much left to do in the public eye, I'm just saying. But I mean, he could Patrick Dempsey it. But what? Like, do you like acting so much that you want to do a Christmas movie every year? Like, well, I would just retire at that point, you know? Maybe money? <laughs> he loves sure Christmas, you can, Ben. You don't think you can retire on the nanny? The nanny money? Yeah. <laughs> As we would call it if we'd earned it. <laughs> I would. Yeah, I know you would. <laughs> You're like, just take it out of the nanny money. Yeah, that's my nanny money fund. <laughs> He was in the 2011 teen so movie. Much. 2011. 20, 2011 <laughs> Loves Christmas Journey as Alex Weaver. I'm telling you, a lot of celebrities really like Christmas. He was also in William and Kate, which is another TV Prince royal. Charles again? He was the helicopter flight instructor oh, in that okay. one. Again, he had to wear a helmet. I'm I, telling you, there's something worked, wrong with this guy's head. He worked his way up from that. But like the dude was in <laughs> Mad Men, you know? <laughs> Like, you can't go from Mad Men to a <laughs> bloody, like, Christmas movie every year. Like, I would rather... What do... would you say is the pinnacle of Dean Cain's career? I mean, from my perspective... You're going to say that. Casino is obviously show. skewed is Lois and Clark. I would have said Lois and Clark too. Yeah. I thought you were going to say that Casino show. Or Ripley's Believe what, It or Vegas. Not. Well, Rip- <laughs> I would say Ripley's Believe It or Not is number two on my list. No way! Like, I love both of those shows. <laughs> <laughs> I loved Lois and Clark, definitely. I don't know if it holds up, but I loved it at the time. No, I'm, I'm sure it's like... Was super, that Terry Hatcher? Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. I'm sure it's like super cheesy and, uh, you know, it's no... Like, even like going back to Smallville or something is probably not a great idea these days when you've got like the modern Marvel universe and all uh, that yeah. kind of stuff. But, yeah, I feel like they're not going to stack up, like, yeah. you know, with the Joker. But at the time, I enjoyed I it. I loved it. And uh, like Ripley's Believe It or Not, I feel like the internet kind of killed that kind of show. Yeah. Just because it's like, well, we've got YouTube. We've seen all this kind of stuff. Believe it or not. Although, like... I do believe it. I do believe it. I've seen it five times. I found it weird. Like TV must be struggling because occasionally I'll put it on at our house. And they are seemingly in the early 2000s, like early 2010s, a lot of shows that were about funny internet stuff. Do you remember this? Well, it's because it's cheap and easy to make. Like, it's like those World's Greatest Commercials type shows, you know? But it's I like actually like those. It's like all we have those. to do is compile a list of 
random commercials. Uh, like, yeah, that's true. But like, it, and surely companies going to give us their ads for free. Yeah, we are already not making like any new content for it except for the start of the episode where the guy's like, hey, watch these commercials. Yeah. No, I just found it weird. I was like, who is watching on TV? Like the internet's funniest cats and dogs. I get it though. It's like someone curated them for me. You would watch it? No. No. Exactly. But Who's watching I also this? wouldn't watch My Christmas Prince, so <laughs> I'm clearly not the target demographic. <laughs> it's like those 20 to 1, you know? It's like an Australian show where they count down like the 20 biggest rock bands in the world or something like that. And it's basically just here's some archive footage of the Rolling Stones and, I don't know, Sharon Osbourne talking uh, yeah. about it. And like that's a pretty cheap show to make. And yeah, every time I see it's like on number six when I like, I just, you know, finished watching something else. I'm like, oh, I wonder what number one is. <laughs> no, I like, just found the internet shows weird because it's like, you're telling me here's what's popular on the internet, but I have the internet. It's not like you've had to send this to me in space, you know, like here's what's big right now. I ha- I've got that. I can just go on YouTube trending. Or, uh, yeah, like, basically. You know, Reddit videos or something and I'll uh, find basically the same thing. It- Precisely, exactly. Although I do often like get tired of browsing the internet on my computer and like pick up my phone and look there. <laughs> I've done that a few times. I'm like, I wonder what's happening on the tiny internet. <laughs> and do you find anything new or is it just Sometimes. the same shit? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've done that. Like I'll go on, on Reddit on the computer and then like 10 minutes later I'll go on my phone and I'm like, why is it different? Like, <laughs> I'm logged into the same profile. I don't understand. Yeah. It knows I'm on the tiny internet. Right. Like nah, this is uh, this is more of a mobile video. <laughs> yeah. You really you need to be on the go, right? You're gonna appreciate it if you're uh, not tethered to a desktop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, Charles uh, Shaughnessy, if you are a producer, give him some work because uh, yeah. he clearly, Ben's rooting for you. Yeah, he's clearly struggling. Maybe it's just me, but I'd rather do porn than a Christmas movie. It's just like, it just seems like... The, that's a quote. That's the end of the career, isn't it? I would definitely the Christmas movie. Maybe everyone just is like, I'm the modern equivalent of the Grinch or something. <laughs> like, you are. Maybe he, I've said this many times. Maybe he loves Christmas. But Thank you. I, I haven't seen any of these movies. I guarantee they are meritless. <laughs> <laughs> I think that brings us to the end of another episode. Thanks, everyone, for listening. You can email me, ben, at insaneramblings.net. You can reach me, vicky at insaneramblings.net. Podcast at insaneramblings.net will also find us. You can find us on Facebook as well for some clips that are shared, some updates, some behind-the-scenes photos, and, of course, you can leave comments there, facebook.com slash insaneramblings. Jump on uh, Spotify. You can you know find all the episodes there or iTunes where you can rate, review, and subscribe so every new episode is automatically downloaded when it comes out. Away Seaboat. Away Seaboat. Can you give me some uh, levels? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, yes. I feel like you're talking at a lower than normal volume. For, <laughs> it's not helpful for a uh, mic check. I don't know. Tell me something funny. Try and be funny, yeah, that's, Ben. that's better. <laughs> I don't know, Ben. You have to try and be funny. That's, uh, that's part of the game. Why, why do I have to be funny for the mic check? Because I, I don't get noisy till I'm, till I'm a-laughing. <laughs> it's in ramblings.